you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, football fans, to another episode of the Locked On NFL Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day with your Tuesday host, Luke Braun of Locked On Vikings and myself, Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints. On today's episode of Locked On NFL, the New York Giants have made some big moves, signing some big names, but is it all enough to overcome concerns at the quarterback position. We'll talk about that. And then if your team has been one of the teams that hasn't been super active the first week of free agency, don't worry because there are some great names left on the open market. Luke and I are going to talk about some of the biggest standouts for us, including a bevy of talent at some key positions. And finally, Kate Majuk of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast gives us the fantasy perspective on the Giants' big moves and how the loss of Kenny Galladay and others affect the Detroit Lions and their fantasy value as well. Once again, I'm Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter. Joined as always on Tuesdays by Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL. And this is Locked On NFL. So big news immediately off of uh, actually as we as we rolled into the weekend here with the New York Giants giving a nice sizable contract to wide receiver Kenny Galladay formerly of the Detroit Lions they've also added a couple of other pieces over the course of the offseason as well bringing in John Ross at receiver Kyle Rudolph at tight end they're getting Saquon Barkley back as a running back is all of this enough Luke that's the thing that we want to talk about is this all enough to really elevate Daniel Jones after you know a couple seasons here I mean, that has to be the central question, right? Because mm-hmm. the Giants of 2020 were pre-incomplete, right? They didn't right. have, as we'll talk about later in the show with Kate, you know, they didn't have weapons. Their their defense had holes all over it. Patrick Graham was kind of sticking together, and he, got a, he did a really good job of getting more than the sum of their parts, but the sum of their parts was not a lot to work with. There was a lot right. of cast-offs and, uh, you know, guys that, that aren't particularly exciting. Um, and I, I thought what that coaching staff did with the roster they were given was impressive enough, but ultimately it was still like six and 10. So mm-hmm. I like the idea of going out and getting aggressive. I don't think you need to go have a three and 13 season before you can justify going out and getting a bunch of good players. Sure. And they have been really aggressive. And, and I think it does seem very tailored to Daniel Jones's skill set because Daniel Jones is a deep ball and kind of nothing else. Like that's his whole right. game. He's got a good rainbow ball, but between, you know, 10 yards and 20 yards between five yards and 10 yards, those kind of bread and butter passing concepts that are supposed to, you know, keep the chains moving, chunk your way down the field and uh, sustain drives, not just the seven yard slants, but the ones that really get drives going to set up that 45 yard touchdown in the corner of the end zone. Um, that he really struggled. He his accuracy was spotty to say the least. And mm-hmm. in the red zone, uh, he had a negative EPA per play uh, for PFS starting that. So, like negative 0.242, like really, really oh, negative EP for play in the red zone. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's, and so you go out and get Kyle Rudolph, right? Go fix right. that problem. You got a quarterback that wants to rely on the deep ball? Screw it. We're going to be 30 yards every single play, and we're going to be in third and 10 every time. Like, lean into it. Yeah. And so you're going to see, I mean, this is, they have set up the perfect scientifically accurate environment <laughs> to evaluate Daniel Jones. If he can't do it here, he'll never be able to do it. And then you move on. And if that is the case, that stinks. But, you know, if in, in that world, you're probably drafting top 10, right? Because that's a world where the season didn't go great. Right. And now you're bringing in a rookie to this like ideal scenario where you've got these burners and you've got this, you know, reliable uh, veteran tight end in, in Kyle Rudolph. And, and, you know, you've put, 
a, a lot of pieces around him and you've fixed up the defense. They just went out and got a Dory Jackson. Right. Um, and they've gone and, and done a whole bunch of things to surround Daniel Jones with more talent offensively and to shore up things on that defense and give Patrick Graham a little bit more to play with as well. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought up the defense because I think that's the other element to all of this, right? If you're going to have a young quarterback, whether it's Daniel Jones or a rookie next season, if things don't pan out with Daniel Jones here in 2021 after they have seemingly gone out in free agency, taken advantage of the fact that they have a quarterback on a rookie contract, have the money to spend, and then are able to sort of tailor make this offense to fit his skill set, as you described. And then you also have the defense that really had a lot of really great moments throughout the 2020 season. And you get Saquon Mm -hmm. Barkley back. So you give either Daniel Jones for this season or potentially beyond or potentially a rookie beyond this season. All of those pieces, you give them the deep ball, you give them the the guys that could be effective over the middle, you give them the close to the line of scrimmage slash red zone threat and Kyle Rudolph, you've got the run game and Saquon Barkley, who you can also pitch to out of the backfield and he can make some things uh, happen in the passing game as well. And then you have the defense that can put you in favorable positions. This feels like something to where the Giants have done a really good job here building an uh, sort of a, a, a an end-all, be-all 2021 test for Daniel Jones to say, if you can't do it with these guys, you're not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move on and then remain successful and put another or at least remain successfully crafted to put another quarterback potentially in charge of an offense that they might be able to lead better than Daniel Jones if he proves he can in 2021. Yeah, and and defensively too, you did a good job keeping the band together. Get good players, keep good players. Yep. That's it. And there's so many teams, like the Texans are a mile off of that, right? Right. And now you've got two good bookend corners, James Bradbury and Adoree Jackson. You can make that work. In the last few years, I've disliked a lot of what Dave Gettleman did. I didn't like the Barkley pick at number two. I didn't like the Daniel Jones pick at all. Um, and I think that the situation that that put them in was unfavorable. But I think mm-hmm. what he's done this offseason is the optimal navigation of that unfavorable situation. So they shouldn't have put themselves there. But now that they're there, go be aggressive, set up a team that if this can ever work, it's going to work now. And let's find out right now instead of beating around the bush and hoping that he like develops more. Absolutely agree. I can't wait to see exactly how this all pans out, what we learn about the Giants, what we learn about Daniel Jones, and then what else happens here all throughout free agency. Switching gears, Ross, how's your bracket going? Busted. Actually, I'm not terrible. I'm not terrible. My first round all got busted. My round of 64 all got busted, but certain places got back on track. So I'm okay, but honestly, it's busted. It's not great. I I had Ohio State and Illinois playing each other in the final four. So Yikes. <laughs> rough. <laughs> so maybe I have to turn to gambling. And if you want to join me in that, you can always head on over to betonline.ag. They've got all the scores, news, and odds. You can even bet on stuff like the Oscars, reality TV, anything you want. When you sign up, you can sign up for free on your computer, on your mobile device, and, and the account is free. When you make your first deposit, though, enter promo code Locked On. You can get a 50% welcome bonus. So that means for every $100 that you uh, deposit with your first deposit, you get an extra 50 to play with for free. They're matching your money. So head on over to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, y'all, it is Locked on NFL with your Tuesday hosts, Luke Braun and Ross Jackson. Don't forget to also check out Locked on NFL Draft and Draft Dudes. The NFL Draft is just a little bit more than a month away. We're right around the corner from the NFL Draft being hosted in Cleveland. If you want to take a look at everything going on around the NFL Draft, make sure you check out Locked on NFL Draft and Draft Dudes. Our show's over at radio.com, the app, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, 
We talked a little bit, Luke, about the New York Giants here and some of the big moves that they've made. There are some teams that really went all out in the first sort of week of free agency. The New England Patriots, hard to ignore how much mm-hmm. money they spent and all the things that they did. The Arizona Jets, Cardinals, Jags. Jets, Jags, absolutely. The Raiders. Uh, now, you look at some of these teams that went out there and really got involved in the first week. Some teams, including some of the, the even the best teams out in the NFL, have really been focusing on sort of what we were talking about before we wrapped up that last segment, keeping everything in-house and keeping the band together. But there are still, for these teams that are looking to go into the second week of free agency and maybe make some additions that can help bolster their rosters and bolster their teams, there's still some pretty good players available. So why don't we talk about some of the players that really hit for us in terms of who's still available out on the market that could still be a difference maker for an NFL club. Right. If you're like a Falcons fan or a, an Eagles fan before they went out and got Anthony Harris, you're getting really impatient where you know all these players are getting picked up left and right. What's even left on the board? There's a lot left on the board. Shout out Saints fans. We're going, they're going to the same thing. <laughs> the tackle market right now seems fairly untapped you still have Alejandro right. Villanueva uh, if Mitchell Schwartz is gonna play mm-hmm. he's still out there maybe Eric Fisher uh, so both the Chiefs tackles Russell Okung who's been kind of a, a revelation the last couple of years um, that's a lot of really quality players that will probably get reasonable deals it seems like probably because of the TV deal kind of making the salary cap weird and you know lingering effects from last year being the COVID year right uh it seems like free agency is going at a bit of a snail's pace. And so we are sitting right now where we probably would be sitting on like the Thursday after the league year turns over, where there's still a lot yeah. out there that, that we can talk about. But the tackle market to me is what stands out. Yeah, the tackle market is definitely a big one. It, it, it was really interesting to watch this this version of free agency take place because I'll be honest, the first two days... Well, I guess the the negotiating period before free agency opened felt like it moved extremely quickly and that we were almost into a second phase of free agents already. And then everything just kind of stalled once those opening deals got done. Now, all these other guys remain on the market. And I'll tell you, one of the the big position groups that stands out for me is the cornerback position. Uh, Adoree Jackson, as we Mm -hmm. talked about, just got signed to the New York Giants. He joins his former teammate, Logan Ryan, over there. They used him as a recruiting tool. Oh, yeah. But if you're... Yeah, but if you're looking for a you know a veteran quarterback, or excuse me, cornerback to maybe mentor some of your younger guys and also be a starter for a year or something like that, kind of a stopgap player, or even still some some pretty talented younger uh, options, they're out there. Richard Sherman, one of the the smarter cornerbacks you're going to find in the NFL, smartest player mm-hmm. on the field whenever he's there, he's still available. Casey Hayward is out in Los Angeles. Did, didn't seem like he was going to be fitting the new system there, so he left the Chargers, and now there's an opportunity for him to end up in a spot that's going to be looking for maybe a nice physical corner. Uh, Malcolm Butler, the veteran out of Tennessee, is available again he was on the market just a few years ago after leaving new england and then you can get a little bit younger as well you can look at some of these other guys and quentin dunbar and brashad breland and garyon conley like there's still enough of these players that can end up being impactful for a team that's looking for either cornerback depth or that's simply looking for maybe a starting corner on you know either side of the field or at either position cb1 cb2 however it is you want to define it but there's still some pretty serviceable players out there yeah, the slot corners really jump out to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
with, you know, Nikel Roby Coleman, Mackenzie Alexander is out there. Corn Elder has been not bad in Carolina. Right. He's a very underrated player, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Safety is still very interesting. There's yeah. Kareem Jackson is down to a couple teams, so your team might not be in on him, um, but Xavier Woods is still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tashawn Gibson might still have something in the tank. There's all sorts of players on that secondary. If you are worried about repairing a secondary, there are definitely still options out there for you to look for. Yeah, the, the defensive side of this seems to be pretty healthy still in terms of the open market. Mm-hmm. Linebackers, linebackers, especially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, look, let's we can we can list off a few of those as well. You've got KJ, KJ Wright. Wright just pops off. This yeah, list. right off the board. I mean, you want an yeah. experienced guy to come in and you know take over your second level as a, a essentially as a quarterback of your defense. KJ Wright's a fantastic option that's still out there. Uh, you were looking for maybe some of the younger guys like uh, Anwasor or, you know, if you want to give, uh, you know, a couple of other guys some shots to hear Whitehead. Uh, Michael Kendricks is out there. Will Compton has gotten some some sort of opportunities in off seasons over the last couple of years, but hasn't been able to stay healthy. Uh, speaking of health, you can look at Quan Alexander as well. He played great Sean in New Lee. Orleans. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I mean, that would be a free flyer, right? Sean Absolutely. Lee. Look, I mean, if you're if you're a team that's looking for a wide receiver, I think the wide receiver position still has some very intriguing names out there as well. There are some that are right up at the top, like Sammy Watkins, who actually got a little bit of, a little bit of buzz. Uh, earlier today as well but he's visiting around yeah yeah ty hilton is somebody that's still out there alshon jeffrey's new to the market golden tate is out there as well adam humphreys who's a really reliable slot receiver he's dealt with some injuries but he's another one of those guys where if you get him on a pretty cheap deal here and then he ends up staying healthy then all of a sudden you have like a great third down target, a great close to the line of scrimmage target that can make tough catches for you. I mean, that could be all the difference in a defense, if excuse me, in an offense, if you're if you're working with a team that maybe has a younger quarterback or it has some trouble moving the ball down the field in more of a sort of precise paper cuts type of a manner as opposed mm-hmm. to taking the deep shot. That's and that's the whole point of this sort of second wave of of free agency mm-hmm. where you are you're looking for deals right you're looking for right. value because you know it it's this philosophical tug of war would you rather spend 15 million dollars on a player that's worth 10 million dollars or would you rather spend 5 million dollars on a player that's worth 8 million dollars and do that three times and right. that's that's where you can kind of start to that value sort of adds up and this is where you find that value of somebody who didn't get a market but for kind of a dumb reason like an mm-hmm. injury that they're just coming off of and they're totally going to be fine or because you know their team didn't use him quite right i think desmond king kind of had that where yeah, I'd, i did one. not like the way that uh that, that the titans used him and what the way that Vrabel used him and it seems like that didn't work and there's some off field and stuff too mm-hmm. but it seems like he's somebody that if he goes back to playing that kind of box safety role could be a lot more disruptive than he was and so you're looking for those kind of like, why is your value down and do I care about it? You know, or is it just yeah. one of those things where your problem isn't a problem for me and then you can find right. that value? You can also find some value at rockauto.com. If you're looking hey. for some, <laughs> got it, uh, <laughs> if you're looking for some car parts, you need to, to fix something for your car. My car just needed a gas cap. Uh, my gas cap is old and the check engine line came on. It scared the crap out of me. It turned out the gas cap was just old. You can go to rock auto and get the exact same part you would get from the manufacturer, maybe even get a discount because they don't, uh, upsell their retail customers like the brick and and mortar auto shops do, where they have a separate price for their retail walk-in customers versus like mechanics and wholesale buyers that, that come in and get a lot of parts from them. Rock Auto, everybody pays the same price, and that means savings for you. So head on over to rockauto.com and make sure that at checkout, you enter 
uh, Locked On and How You Heard About Us section. Let them know that we sent you at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Ross, tell me what the Built Madness matchup is today. Today is going to be chocolate brownie chunk going up against lemon almond cheesecake. This is a big matchup. Ooh. Lemon almond cheesecake kind of feels like that 15 seed that's in the, like, it feels like the Oral Roberts of this. Like, yeah, you've the had Oral your run. Roberts, baby. <laughs> but brownie chunk, I mean, come on. You had your <laughs> run, lemon almond cheesecake. It's good, but come on. <laughs> I'm going to take lemon almond cheesecake. I'm going for more of the upsets. You know what I mean? I'm looking <laughs> for more upsets here. So I'm taking lemon almond cheesecake. Talk that smack, though. All right, so which do you think is right of the two of us? Go on over to BuiltBar.com, cast your vote. You can go to bar underscore Built on Twitter to get all the information as well. And when you order some Built Bar for yourself, you got to try these, right? You can enter promo code LOCKEDON15. That's LOCKEDON15, all one word. You get 15% off of your order at BuiltBar.com. All right, everybody, continuing on with today's episode of Locked On NFL. Don't forget to check out the Locked On Today podcast as well. We can get all the sports news that you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow Locked On Today on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast and do it. Yep, you guessed it. Today, we are continuing on with today's episode, talking a little fantasy football with our usual Tuesday fantasy forum here. We have our good friend Kate Majuk of the Locked On Dynasty Football podcast with us. You can follow on Twitter at FF Ball Blast. Kate, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. How are you? I'm good. We have some interesting news to cover from over the last few days and with some big, like, big hits in terms of fantasy football meaning. So, uh, it, it's nice to have something concrete to talk about instead of having <laughs> fake arguments. So this is pretty exciting for me. Yeah, no more what if this happened, what if that happened. Now we can talk about it. And certainly one of those big hits that you mentioned is a team that's made a lot of good moves here over the last couple of days, uh, over the weekend here. The New York Giants really getting on the map, elevating some of their skill position players, signing Kenny Galladay, formerly of the Detroit Lions, also bringing in uh, one of Luke's favorites, Kyle Rudolph formerly uh, a Minnesota Viking. Uh, what does the impact look like for uh, the New York Giants revamping their offense a bit here with the skill position players that they've invested in? I really love this move. And I, I actually think this is probably one of the more underrated teams. I, I feel like they've just sort of flown under the radar in terms of like what they're doing from a, a potential fantasy perspective mm-hmm. with these moves that they're making. I think the biggest, obviously, the the biggest chunk of the pie that everybody wants to talk about is Kenny Galladay, which I, I feel like the general public hasn't been super hyped about this move for Kenny Galladay, but I absolutely loved it. Uh, discuss this on the Lockdown Dynasty podcast today with Marcus Mosier. I think that this is such a solid move because Kenny Galladay, he gets his shot as uh, the pinnacle wide receiver one once again. There's no dispute there in terms of Mm -hmm. who's going to be the hog of all that target share. I think this is the the perfect opportunity for fantasy managers and you are able to get him at a discount right now. I think there are plenty of questions about what was his hip injury in 2020. We never really got a lot of information about that. There were just a lot of question marks. Kenny Galladay could be a big big benefactor here, but let's talk about what this does for Daniel Jones. Cause I think yes. this is a really, yeah, really interesting move. And I mean, they, they basically pulled a Buffalo bills. They gave him a wide receiver one. They're like put up or shut up. And Daniel Jones, he is a guy we've seen a couple of flashes, a few flashes. He said uh, three 
fantasy point performances above 30 fantasy points. Not a mm. big sample size, but right. I mean, what does a wide receiver like Kenny Galladay do for the ceiling of Daniel Jones, especially for a guy who is capable of mobility? And if, if you give him a real target, what does that do for uh, just, you know, the, the return of Saquon Barkley? There's so many elements here that, I mean, he might be the most underrated storyline of this free agency period. Daniel Jones right. easily could have quarterback one upside, low end, low end quarterback. <laughs> one but he is, I mean, he's been forgotten already in most dynasty leagues. So definitely want to keep my eye on him through the off season and see how he progresses in year three. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I want to ask you about one more uh, the team that Kenny Galladay just left, I can't make heads or tails of them with uh, with fantasy because everything has changed now. I mean, they lose Marvin Jones, they lose Kenny Galladay, they bring in like Rashad Perriman. Of course, they've changed quarterbacks as well and all that. Help me make sense of the Lions and if I should be buying into any part of that at all or if that's one I should just kind of put away and let somebody else spend their resources on it. So here's the thing. I think there are so many question marks about the Detroit Lions that right now, if there is a, uh, if there's a talent that you like within that offense, chase the talent. Uh, there's not a okay. ton left. <laughs> uh, Quintez Cephas, he's uh, essentially profiling as the team's wide receiver one at this point. Uh, him, Brashad Perryman, I don't know. Uh, had, you know, a couple of games with a nice target share last year, uh, rookie Quintus Cephas did. And, uh, but I mean, just looking from a, a metrics perspective, from an analytics perspective, he's not the prototypical wide receiver that you would like to see, uh, taking over that NFL offense. I think this is definitely a team in rebuild, but I mean, this is, this is not, fantastic news uh for my guy deandre swift i think this caps yeah. his ceiling yeah. as well uh, i know there have been so many discussions about what the the signing of jamal williams does there mm. for deandre swift he's a very capable receiver he's a very capable pass blocker um and i know deandre swift they've said they want to have him in a, a three down role but jamal williams is also equally capable of that i think Ugh. I, I, I want to stay as far away from these pieces as possible, but it could get to the point, And this is always something you have to be wary of. Like when there's a bad team situation is what, you know, does this perceived value eventually get these players to the point where they are, you know, out producing their, their fantasy. Um, what am I trying to say? Like their, their general it's so overrated that they end up underrated. <laughs> yes, like that that's yes. that's sort of that point where I think you need to watch the tipping scales, but in general, unless you're chasing talent and you know, maybe uh we do see a, a dip in DeAndre Swift's fantasy value just due to the situation, due to uh maybe lack of uh rushing opportunities if they're always playing from behind. If we see a dip there, maybe that's the time to buy, but uh, I'm <laughs> Too many question marks for me. I think I'm out for the time being. I don't know. Brashad Perryman, though, maybe he will end up being one of those annoying uh, kicks in the butt. Uh, but maybe he's a, an interesting best ball pick for the coming season. There you go. Absolutely that could end up sense. being there. <laughs> yeah. Kate, thank you so much for your time hanging out on the Tuesday Fantasy Forum. Thanks for having me, guys.
All right, everybody, we will see you all tomorrow. We have Tony and James, Tony Wiggins and James Rapian, as always, coming in with somebody from the Locked On NFL Draft pool of experts to talk about the draft. Obviously, you get to get your draft kicks. It's getting closer to that season, so I guess we're all going to start talking about the draft soon. But uh, if you want to get a little head start on who your team could pick, make sure you come check that out tomorrow. For us, I'm Luke Braun from Locked On Vikings at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter, Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints at Ross Jackson N-O-L-A on Twitter, and hope to see you all tomorrow on the Locked On NFL Podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.